Hello and welcome to another episode of You're Not On Your Own with me, Mariah. In a way, this episode kind of follows on from the last and we will be discussing trolling, which is an issue that has been present and discussed in the media quite a bit recently um, in the past few years with celebrity cases of trolling coming to light. Uh, It happened not too long ago in the UK with the Euros and the racist uh, racist abuse football players Jordan Sancho, Marcus Rashford and Bakayo Saka faced on social media, which we'll talk about later on. But of course, trolling doesn't just happen to celebrities, it also happens to everyday people as well. And for this episode, we will be looking at what is being done to stop trolling from happening in terms of the law, as well as what social media companies are doing to put a stop to trolling. So let's start off by looking at what trolling is. Well, Bullies Out, a UK charity that supports individuals, schools, youths and community settings and the workplaces affected by bullying, mentions and offers advice on trolling on their website. On their website, they say trolling has become the latest phenomenon to impact upon social media networking sites and is by far the most vicious and damaging to young people and adults alike. They go on to say that a troll is a term for a person usually anonymous who deliberately deliberately starts an argument or post inflammatory or aggressive comments with the aims of provoking even at either an individual or a group in into reacting. They they also say that the phrase was made uh, after a it was was made from a phishing term, uh, meaning that basically they, as in the troll, attaches their bait their with with their comment their bait is their comment, and waits for for the for the others to bite. As for the reasons as to why people would troll, bullies out says. There are many reasons why people might troll online and it's different from one troll to the next. Most people troll others for either revenge, for attention seeking, for boredom and simply for personal amusement. For some, they could be hitting out at people who are successful, happy and enjoying their life because maybe the troll's life isn't isn't like that. Uh, others may troll because they're insecure in themselves and they get a buzz out of being hurtful and negative towards someone else. Um, in terms of uh, in terms of trolling and and the law, CPS, which is the Crown Prosecution Service, it prosecutes criminals cases that have been investigated by the police and other investigative organisations in England and Wales. On their their website, they discuss trolling. They say trolling is a form of baiting, which which bullies out mentioned. Trolling is a form of baiting online, which involves sending abusive and hurtful comments across all social media platforms. This can be prosecuted under the Malicious Communications Act 1988 and the Communications Act 2003. When looking under the Malicious Communications Act 1988, it does uh, say offensive of sending letters. It does talk about offences of sending letters, etc., with intent to cause distress or anxiety. So in part one, it says any person who sends to another person. And then part A, it says a letter, electronic communication or article of any description which conveys a message which is indecent or grossly offensive, a threat or 
or information which is false and known or believed to be false by the sender or, and then this is part B, any article or electronic communication which is in whole or part of an indecent or grossly offensive nature is guilty of an offence. So it then it goes on to mention if one of their purposes um, in sending it um, is that um, should so far as falling within paragraph A or B, so causing offence, if it's sending a threat or if it's a message which is indecent or grossly offensive uh, and causes distress or anxiety to the recipient or to any other person to for, for whom they attended that um, it is or its content or nature should be communicated so they should tell authorities why they sent or they have to explain their reasons as to why um, they did what they did. I know this act is is old, but it has been updated over time. I think the last time it was updated was in two thousand. It was in twenty twenty, but it has been said by Hertfordshire Police on their website that it can be hard when identifying offenders in internet trolling, as these offender offences tend to be committed using made up. Um, usernames or fake profiles you would think though in this day and age they'll be able to track the ip address or or whatever i don't know how it works but like track the ip address and find out like who's sending these messages or that's the first thought that came to my mind i feel i feel there definitely needs to be something in place to make sure offenders can be found and do face prison sentences as their actions have caused harm to other people therefore they should face the law and this has been campaigned by katie price who is a reality star tv personality and and former model in the uk her son harvey price who has disabilities such as prada willy syndrome autism septo-optic dysplasia as well as behavioral and learning disabilities has received a lot of trolling over the years online with people mocking him which uh, made katie then decide to make her first campaign and petition harvey's law in 2017 to make online abuse a crime as well as to start start an offender register uh, this gained backing from mps at the time she has recently made another campaign called Track and Tracker Troll after her son received a, a more online abuse. Um, a recent case was where a 52-year-old man reshared a video of a woman impersonating Katie and a man impersonating Harvey in blackface, and they were mocking both Harvey and Katie. At, at first, um, the court couldn't find any evidence of it being malicious intent in sharing the video as the man claimed he was resharing it for a laugh and therefore the case was closed which is absolutely disgusting so with katie's recent campaign and petition tracker troll um, it is to make it a legal requirement when opening a new social media account to provide a verified form of id and where the account belongs to a person under the age of 18, verify the account with the ID of a parent or guardian to prevent anonymized harmful activity, providing traceability if an offence occurs. So this um, petition reached over 100,000 
signatures and so once a petition reaches uh, over 100,000 signatures it then has to be discussed in parliament which this petition did the government did issue a response on the petition website they say that the government recognizes concerns linked to anonymity online which can sometimes be exploited by bad actors seeking to engage in harmful activity however restricting all users right to uh, um, anonymity by introducing compulsory user verification for social media could disproportionately impact users who rely on anonymity to protect their identity. These users include young people exploring their gender or sexual identity, whistleblower journalists, sources and victims of abuse introduce a new legal requirement whereby only verified users can access social media would force these users to disclose their identity increase a risk of harm um, to their personal safety furthermore they say users without id or users who are reliant on id from family members would experience a serious restriction of their online experience freedom of expression and rights research from the electronical commission's suggests that there are 3.5 million people in the UK who do not currently have uh, access to a valid photo ID. They go on to say that the online safety regulator framework will have significant measures in place to tackle illegal and legal but harmful anonymous abuse services which host user generated content or allow people to talk to others online will need to remove and limit the spread of illegal content including criminal anonymous abuse major platforms will also need to set out clear clearly what legal anonymous content is acceptable on their platform and stick to it Um, they later say that users will also be better able to report harmful content and expect to receive an appropriate response from the company this may include for example the removal of harmful content or sanctions against offending users compliance with the online safety framework will be enforced by ofcom who will have a suite of powers to use against companies who fail to fulfill the duty of care these include fines on companies of up to 18 million or 10% of annual global takeover. Um, The online safety bill, which will give effect to the regularity framework outline in the full government response will be ready this year. So so it looks like they are making um, a new law or new regulation that the social media companies have to follow, the online safety bill. So so at at least they are actually doing something now. So that's what they say. They say the police already have the, a range of legal power to identify individuals who attempt to use anonymity to escape sanctions for online harms where the activity is it's illegal. The government also working with law enforcement to review whether the current powers are significant to tackle illegal anonymous on abuse online the outcome of that work will inform the government's future position in re- regulation t- to illegal anonymous online abuse so that is 
their responsibility. They do have a lot more in that response, which I will leave um, in the description. In terms of track control, I I definitely agree that something needs to be done to make it easier to track trolls, but I don't think it's putting your ID into social media. It's, it's like, because then there is the risk that these sites can be hacked and your ID is on there that they'll get the hackers will get your information like you it's just risky and I don't think it's like safe nah I just just think it's too risky it's too risky so in that sense like I don't agree at all I'm glad though that the government are putting something in place to tackle trolling and with the uh, with the with the online safety bill as they mentioned this will be regular regulated by Ofcom who is the government-approved regulatory and competition authority for the broadcasting, telecommunications and postal industry. On the government website, it says the draft of the online safety bill was published in May. It will require online companies to tackle harmful abuse on their platforms, both by preventing abuse and removing any posts that are against their use of use of poli- against their use policies um, they will need to stop repeat offenders from opening new accounts and make it easier for the authorities to find people who set up anonymous accounts to to abuse others so that, that's so good that i finally do something like because like i said they they needed to do this a while ago like but let's see what the social media companies are doing to put a stop to online harassment and trolling. Now, of course, there's quite a few social media sites out there. So we're just going to look at what Facebook, Twitter and Instagram have in place. Um, so in regards to bullying and harassment, Facebook have said in their terms and policies, we do not tolerate this kind of behaviour because it prevents people from feeling safe and respected on Facebook. We distinguish between public figures and private individuals because we want to allow discussion, which often includes critical commentary of people who are featured in the news or who have a large public audience. For public figures, we remove attacks that are severe as well as certain attacks where the public figure is directly tagged in the post or comment. For private individuals, our protection goes further. We remove content that meant to degrade or shame, include, including, for example, claims about someone's sexual activity. We recognise that bullying and harassment can have more of an emotional impact on minors, which is why our policy provides heightened protection for users between the ages of 13 and 18. Facebook goes on to say in certain instances we require self-reporting because it helps us understand that the person targeted feels bullied or harassed. They then provide further information on how you can report bullying and harassment on Facebook. They say we encourage people to use tools available on Facebook to help prevent protect against it. On tools, it has information on how to keep uh, safe on Facebook, securing your account and protecting account information. Like, I think this site is pretty good. Um, I didn't even know like it existed. Um, so and it, and it has things like how, to, like I said, how to stay safe. 
Um, It talks about sharing, friending and reporting. Um, Under sharing, it says, before you share, ask yourself, can somebody use this to hurt me? Would I upset? Would I be upset if someone shared this with others? Uh, what would the worst thing that could happen be if I if I shared this? So it let lets you like ask yourself questions sort of thing. I think this site's really good. Um, they say always remember that the things you share will with your friends can end up being shared by others. As I mentioned in tools under how to keep safe, it also says about reporting. It says Facebook includes a link in nearly every piece of content for reporting abuse, bullying, harassment and other issues. Our global team works 24 hours a day, seven days a week to review things you report and remove anything that violates our community standards to report a post click in the top right of the post and choose the option that best describes the issue then follow the on-screen instructions um, they also have a bullying prevention hub there there it has advice for teenagers parents and ed- educators it has advice for teenagers on what to do if you're being bullied and what to do if you witness bullying Um, For parents and educators, it has what to do if your child is being bullied or if they're bullying others, which I think is really good because it it does offer quite really good advice as well. So do check that out if you need to. So that's what Facebook are doing and what they have in place. So let's now look at Twitter and see what they're doing to prevent uh, trolling. So Twitter says in their policies, we recognise that if people experience abuse on Twitter, it can jeopardise their ability to express themselves. Research has shown that some groups of people are disproportionately targeted with abuse online. This includes marginalised and historically underrepresented communities. For those who identify with multiple unrepresented unrepresented groups, abuse may be more common, more severe in natures and more harmful. We are committed to combating abuse motivated by hatred, prejudice or intolerance, particularly, particularly abuse that seeks to silence the voices of those who have been historically marginalised. When determining the penalty for violating these policies, we consider a number of factors, including but not limited to the severity of violations and an individual previously record of rule violations. For example, we may ask someone to remove the violating content and serve a serve a period of time in read-only mode before they can tweet again. Subsequent violations will lead to longer read-only periods and may eventually result in permanent account suspension. If an account is engaging primarily in abusive behaviour or is deemed to have shared a violent threat, we will permanently suspend the account upon initial review. Twitter also says that they have um, what they call tweet level enforcements. They say we take action at the tweet level to ensure that we are not being overly harsh with an, ac- an, ac- with, with an 
otherwise healthy account that made a mistake and violated our rules. A few of the ways in which we might um, take action at the Twitter level include label a tweet that may contain disputed or misleading information. Um, limit tweet visibility. This makes uh, content less visible on Twitter in search results, replies or on timelines. Quiring tweet removal. When Twitter determines that a tweet violates the Twitter rules, they require the violator to remove it before they can tweet again. They send an email notification to the violator identifying the tweet in the violation and which policies have been violated. They will then need to go, the, the person that um, committed the offence will then need to go um, through the process of removing the violated tweet or appealing um, or appealing the review um, if they believe that Twitter has made the error. Um, next would be hide, hiding a violated tweet uh, while awaiting for its removal. In the, the in in the interim period between when tweet, Twitter takes enforcement action and the person removes the tweet, they hide the tweet from public view and will replace the original content with a notice stating that the tweet is no longer available because it violated the rules. Additionally, this notice will be available for 14 days after tweet removal. Okay, so that's what Twitter are doing. Now, let's finally look at Instagram. So Instagram have an anti-bullying page. So it's a bit like pay, um, Facebook in that sense. Um, they say, we're committed to protecting you from bullying on Instagram. They have, again, like Facebook, they have safety information in order to keep people safe. On this site, they give information on how to use their tools, like how to block accounts and comments, how to hide offensive comments, how to turn off comments. They also have information on how to report abuse. Uh, you can report the comment, you can report the comment, account, post, or message that are offensive or inappropriate or violation of their um, community guidelines. Which which are to share only photos and videos that you you're you've taken or have the right to share post photos and videos that are appropriate for a diverse audience foster meaningful and genuine interactions help stay spam free follow the law instagram is not a place to support or praise terrorism organized crime or hate groups respect other members or of the the instagram community uh, they say we want to foster a positive diverse community we remove content that contains credible threats or hate speech content that targets in private individuals to degrade or shame them uh personal information meant to blackmail or harass someone and repeat repeated unwanted messages they they say maintain our supportive environment by not glorifying self-injury be thoughtful when posting newsworthy events um, on anti-bullying site instagram has advice um, on what to do if you're being bullied or receive abuse or hate on instagram uh, they say you can restrict a person's ability to comment on your post or send or send you messages. P 
people aren't notified when you when you restrict them they say report they say if if you see something that violates their community guidelines you can report it uh so that their team can review it and take action people aren't notified when you report them they say uh block when you block someone they won't be able to see your profile posts or stories on instagram they say people aren't notified when you block them they also talk about auto hide comments so they say we detect and automatically hide offensive comments on your posts so it is good that the social media companies seem to be doing something to to prevent the trolling um, from taking place and also to offer advice if someone is being targeted online but it doesn't mean that it is stopping this from happening though um as mentioned earlier with the england footballers um rashford sancho and saka they faced on they faced abuse from english fans not not all mind some who who use racism to target the english players over social media um instagram said that they automatically hide offensive comments but but it didn't stop them from being posted and i think that um offensive language racial slurs slurs i can't say that racial slurs should automatically be flagged so when they're sent a bit like what um twitter said when it said um that this is not available or something or because the content was was offensive like i feel like that should be um sent instead so as soon as they hit the send button it's automatically flagged as being offensive language and then it has that and then um so then the social media companies can will be notified that somebody tried to post offensive language so they can then review it and see if that that should be allowed to be sent or or if they are in breach of the rules and if they're in breach of the rules like that where they have been racist racially targeting someone or trolling someone then they should face the law like do you know what i mean like they should be punished because it's a criminal offense so I definitely feel like that should be in place or and I hope that that will be um, something that they look on at with this online safety bill that's coming out. I really do hope so because I think that that'll be a lot, a lot e- well, I don't know much about how the technology and everything works but I feel like that could be something that could be done, no? Like to stop this from happening. But in terms of this case... According to ITV News, the online abuse led to 11 arrests so far. Those arrested age age ranges between 18 to 63. They have all either been released under investigation, pending further inquiries or bail to return at a later date. The UK Football Policing Unit said its investigation teams have received more than 600 reports from individual charities, clubs and other organisations across the country and 207 were criminal in nature with 34 accounts identified as being in the UK. Um, This is good that people sent the information like they reported it instead of taken to social media to report it which I, I saw a lot of when this was happening I saw a lot of people um like reposting their comments and saying how disgusting it was and sharing their views which is like debatable I say it's debatable because even though they were trying to like name and shame them as their wrongdoing it's still putting them them views out there um it's still putting their uh, it's still resharing 
what they have said then that then leads other people to comment nasty and hateful views uh, and racist views on that as well which i did see like people was putting even more like racism and hateful hateful views towards the football football players which was disgusting I also found like people found like people were tweeting their employer to fire them. I know two wrongs don't make a right, but I'll be lying if I said I'm not I'm not glad that they got caught out. Um, also on ITV News, they say that the unit has made data requests to social media companies to progress further investigations, and were where there have been responses response. The information has been passed to the local police force. Um, who have so far arrested 11 people on suspicion of a number of offences, including malicious communication and breach of section 127 of the Communications Act. Like like I said, I'm glad glad they were able to, to make those arrests and find those people. And I'm glad that people, like charities and and individuals, saw that and thought like, no, 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 and actually reported it to like the authorities as well. So I'm glad something is actually being done. Like, there's no re, there's no need for racism to make matters worse. This was all over a football game. Uh, it's it was over the Euros, um, the 2020. Well, it was in 2021 due to the pandemic, but it basically it's a it's a football tournament. Uh, it was England first Italy. It was the final. We it went down to penalties. We was all on edge. We was all like, um, and unfortunately, those lads missed the penalty, and they just happened to be black. But because they were black, they then targeted them for being black. Uh, it's just ridiculous. It's 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 sickening. They those people that were um, aiming that hate. They were probably cheering when, for example, Sterling, who just so happened to score loads of goals for England in that tournament to get us through each stage. They were probably cheering him when he was scoring. He was black. Do you know what I mean? It's just it's just ridiculous. It really is. It's just disgusting. There's no need for racism and there's really no need for trolling in general. Also, with Facebook saying in their terms and policies, we distinguish between public figures and private individuals because we want to allow discussion, which um, which often includes critical commentary of people who are featured in the news or who have a large public audience. Like, I don't totally agree. I don't agree with this at all. Like, I don't agree with it. Yes, we have the right to a to opinion and yes we have the right to voice this opinion in public but when that opinion causes harms to harm to someone's mental health do we still have that right like do we like talking like talking about someone's appearance for example maybe you mention their weight and because they're in the public eye like you're like ah that's acceptable because they're in the public eye but imagine if that person is getting multiple 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 like um, comments about their weight day in and day out like just because that they're in the public eye doesn't mean that that's not going to mess with their mental health like, I don't agree with it at all but you have to look on the flip side as well if no one was allowed to have an opinion if no one was allowed to have their own criticisms of somebody else's views then would we be able to have discussion would we be able to have a de- debates would we be able to even like 
share our our own views like you have to think about that but I feel like you can share your views and and your criticisms as long as you're not setting out to actually cause somebody harm if your intention is not to just cause somebody harm then I feel like it's okay to voice that opinion it just depends what your opinion is if your opinion is on somebody personally like if if you're attacking somebody um like like um they like I think it was Facebook or Twitter said earlier about if you're attacking somebody's um race sexuality um if you're attacking them for being a part of a religious group like I feel like that's wrong but if their own opinion maybe they have an opinion and you don't agree with that and you then you're like well hang on a minute no like then that's okay I feel like if you're attacking their appearance and things like that I feel like that is wrong but what is your views? Do you think it it should be restricted? Restricted? Do you think people should be mindful of what they say, or or do you think it's going to go too far the other way, where people are too mindful of what they're saying and they're toning everything down so they're not causing offence? What's your thoughts? Please do let us know. You could do so um, by on social media. You could do so on Twitter or Instagram, or you could share your opinions in the comments below. Do let us know your thoughts. Uh, also please do remember to follow the podcast and also follow the socials as well and i'll leave a link to 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 this uh in the description um also congratulations if you got your a-level results um and going and are going to university there was an episode on the podcast episode eight where me and my friend alice discussed our university experience so if you want to head up go ahead and check that out then check that out um but if you do want me to do an episode based on universities because i think it's going to be less uh less restrictions as it was last year i did do an episode last year but uh, about the restrictions so if you do want to know what's going on with university this year whether they're doing freshers week what the fresher week's going to be like then do let me know you can do so again i'll leave a link um to the socials or you can and and the email as well so you can let me know your thoughts thanks again for listening and yeah i'll see you next time